0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Grow Together podcast with Adam and Pumpkin. That's you.
1: I know. That's Michaela. Michaela. She's over here. Yeah.
0: Right next to me. <laughs> uh, welcome back to episode four. And this is, it's been an experience. It's been a trip so far. We got our first five star review, which thank you so much to whoever dropped that down in there. That was absolutely awesome. Um, anywhere you're listening to this, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, which we are up live. I on know. all the platforms now.
1: That's so um, exciting. If
0: you could take a second to go in and just like show some love, smash the like button, drop a five-star review, heck drop a one-star review if you don't like what we're talking about then, whatever. Go and do your thing. <laughs> but that's us. Um so Adam and Michaela here. We've started this podcast and just kind of talking about the uh the relationship in the 21st century. Uh, a little bit of background, we just got married back in February. We've been together about five years now, and have gone through a tremendous amount of ups and downs and want to share that experience with everybody and what it's like to have a thriving relationship in a 21st century world. So, you know, everything is social media. It's out there for everyone. I mean, basically, we're our own news outlets and marketing companies for ourselves now. And, you know, Absolutely. part of your brand is the big thing. And you know, part of <laughs> our brand is... Our relationship. So, we want to be as transparent with that as possible. And it's a big reason why we started this. So, thanks for tuning in, following along. And today's episode, we're going to talk about the direct sales husband. So, the perspective of what Michaela does as her side hustle, or which is actually turning into like a main hustle kind of thing, it's something that she's been into for years since i've known her started with zija and then it went into uh, lavelle thrive for years and now she's with tori bell absolutely crushing it with lashes how many people are on your team now uh i don't
1: know over 400
0: 400 in a year Mm -hmm. in a year that is
1: i can't believe it oh my gosh may 1st was my year like my, my one year Anniversary or yeah, whatever. I don't know. But
0: it's, that is some gangster stuff right there. That's like Shark Tank level, I feel And we've like. had some
1: people leave. I mean, so really, if over the course of that year, I mean, it's been more than 400. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so awesome.
0: But you also have to think the amount of time and everything that she's had to put into this. It has, because I mean, this blew up just as soon as it took off. And it really changed the dynamic of our relationship just as far as... The time frame that we put in because, you know, for when we started with this, I've always been in sales too, but, you know, I worked sales jobs like selling insurance, working on car lots, doing stuff like that where I was expected to be putting in long hours. And then she comes in, starts doing real estate a couple years ago, gets into this, and that blows up the amount of time that she's having to put into it, so... It was it was a little bit of a strain at first. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not saying that um, I wasn't super happy for, her, but it was just different. It was something I had to get used to, and really wanted to do this episode to let all the other husbands, boyfriends, significant others out there have my perspective on how I dealt with this and how I went through this, and to be as supportive as I possibly could to get her from. Because, you know, she, I guess it was May 1st last year, she's like, found this new company. This looks awesome. Um, I think she actually was just kind of wanting to get some free makeup and stuff. Was mm-hmm. the whole reason <laughs> yeah. you got Yeah, I wanted this. to
1: pay for my lashes. Like, I wanted to have them, and so I wanted to sell enough just to pay for my lashes. That's mm-hmm. what I told um, my sponsor, my mentor, whatever, um, who's now my business partner, Um and I was like, I'm I'm really, I'm not into, like, actually building a super huge team and whatever. I was just wanting to pay for my lashes.
0: And in 60 <laughs> days, she went from wanting to pay for her lashes to talking to girls that I went to high school with. Like, oh, hey, do you remember Carson? Do you remember this person? <laughs> like yeah known in my entire life why what's up like okay well they're on my team now they're signing up we're gonna be friends it's like oh okay well that's (laughs) that's awesome um and you know i think she had probably 20 or 30 girls signed up within the first 30 to 60 days got her first uh commission check and was just like oh my gosh this is a legit business and then showed me her commission check and i'm like oh my gosh this is a legit business um so Which that, I had
1: some ma- made some money, you know, previously, oh, but yeah. um, in the you know, not in Zija. I didn't make anything. I didn't make one penny. Let's put that out there for a second. I did not make one penny in my very first company, and I was with them for five years. So, um, and but I think it goes back to you have to be passionate about the product that you're absolutely promoting. You know, yeah. um, I was not passionate about that. That was honestly my first um, direct sales company. I didn't work it like I should have. I mean, you know. So I think. That makes a huge difference. Um, I wouldn't
0: And passion in sales in general. Sorry to cut you off okay. there. Uh, but passion and sales in general. Believing in the product. You're going to sell so much more if you believe in the product. I mean, if you're a Chevy guy, don't go work at a Ford dealership because you're not going to sell any cars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If you're... Uh uh-uh. we're sitting on the bed right now. If you're a mattress salesman and you uh don't really like Serta, you're a big temper pedic guy, don't work at a Serta dealer, Adam. Right. Yeah. You know, you've got to believe in what you're selling.
1: Absolutely. I think thing. that makes, you know, such a big difference. So, um and then Oh, so I had but I had made money in my previous company, but it took a little bit of time. And so this one when it took off as quickly as it did, I think we were both so shocked that yeah. it was um turning into a full-time business because that's what I wanted. I mean, you know. As
0: Drake would say, it went zero to 100 real quick.
1: It did. It did.
0: But what we're going to do here, uh, we'll jump into our first segment. So I'm going to let Michaela talk about her side of this, and then I'll come in and talk about what that was like for me, what the steps I had to take and things I had to do to... A be supportive, but B also I guess kind of feel supported at the same time, and you know, want to I I want I like spending time with my wife. I want <laughs> I want to be with her. I don't want her to be on the phone all the time. Um, but she's gonna go through and just give a little bit of background here, real quick. Uh, you wanna talk to the people?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, the biggest thing with direct sales is that you can either make it a part-time job or you can make it a full-time job. There are people who come into this business and they literally just want to either make a car payment, maybe buy some groceries, um, pay a little off a little extra debt, whatever. Um, and then there are people like me who want to do this full-time at some point. Now, granted, it takes some time to get to that point, um, but that is actually enticing to them. So I think depending on whatever your plans are, that depends on how, you know, hard you bark your business mm-hmm. and what, how much time you put into everything. And it's
0: probably a little situational too, you know? What do you mean? Like having, if you have three kids at home, you may not have the, uh, yeah. extra time to throw in 25 hours, but you can do eight.
1: Yeah. I mean, throughout a week, you know, you can do, uh, on your lunch break, you know, you got 30 minutes or whatever, if you send out a few messages or you put up a couple posts or whatever. And then, um, at night when the kids go to bed, I mean, then you're putting in a little bit of time. So yes, I absolutely agree. I mean, cause I do have, I mean, I have a little bit of extra time that some people, a lot of people don't have to be able to do this. Um, because I started before we had kids and, you know, well, and I'm in real estate, so I have a little bit more t- flexibility in my schedule, yeah. you know. So I think I totally agree.
0: Mm-hmm. And social media really takes the uh, the startup part of all of it and getting your name and face and things out there. Because you don't have to worry about your door knocking or picking up the phone and calling people and stuff like that. It's it's messages. It's posts. It's mm-hmm. putting up pictures about yourself, talking about yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. what? If you're, if you aren't your own favorite subject and I hope it's somebody else's, but I mean, surely you could talk about yourself a little bit enough to get people enticed there.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I will say, so that makes it different than any other, um, or a lot of other commission businesses. So like Mm -hmm. you know, where you're, if you're a car salesman, you know, then you're, actually at the lot and you're having to put in those hours if you're um door-to-door sales then you have to actually go door-to-door and so it's a little bit different but it's also what makes it enticing right is that you can do that from anywhere so or you know this job from anywhere um and then I think the bottom line is that it takes hard work I mean you have if you want to really Actually, I mean, honestly, just to do it in general. I mean, it takes hard work. So, whether you're wanting to, you know, build a business and it be a full-time income or you're wanting to, you know, just make a little bit extra money on the side, it's not super easy. I mean, it's it's simple. Like, Mm -hmm. the concept is simple. But it's not easy work. I mean, you still have to put in some time and effort. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of girls um, struggle. Is that um, it? Just bal- finding that balance, you know, of and probably in men too. I don't know, but um, oh
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, it's
1: finding that balance of when to or how much time to put in and the hard work that it does take. I mean, because not everybody's an entrepreneur. I mean, not everybody is made that way, and not everybody wants that. And so you have to decide if this is something that you know, you want to do.
0: Yeah, because in the, especially on the entrepreneurial, enterprising aspect, however you want to look at it, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of just banging your head against a wall. You know, <laughs> you, I, to put it bluntly, and that's a kind of a crude metaphor, I suppose, <laughs> but I mean, that's really what it is. And you've just got to keep smacking your head against that wall until finally you knock the damn thing down. And once it comes down, I mean, it all really falls into place. I know watching Michaela go through some of the struggles she's had with being able to develop the girls on her team and build them up to get to these different levels and hit these different ranks and things, and just finding the finding the ones that can run with it too because it's like she said it's not made for everybody um you know there's everybody has a plan till they step in the ring and get smacked in the mouth. That was something <laughs> that Mike Tyson said. And huh. that's what,
1: I like you know, it.
0: when you, that that's what you're doing essentially when you jump into not only direct sales, but any type of business ownership, uh, because that's what this is. You're owning a business. You're starting your own business. You're just building it off of someone else's. Someone else has the foundation and then you're going to build the house from there. But you step in the ring, and you get smacked in the mouth, and a lot of people just go down, and they don't get back up off the mat. Yep. So you've got to find the ones who are going to get back up off the mat. Sometimes, you know, heck, you may lose some teeth. You may spit out some blood, but <laughs> at the end of the fight, you know the guy that won because he's the one with his hands up in the air dancing around in the ring. So you've got to find those people who are willing to take those shots and get back up so they can get to that ultimate goal and have their hands up dancing around and you know michaela talked about this being going from a part-time or a full-time type plan well just from the support aspect that i've learned because with her getting into tori bell this is it's taken off so much it's taken so much more of her time that i mean i went from being part-time to full-time support and that was I mean that was almost like a whole new world because we were used to probably eight or nine o'clock every night, both of us starting to wind down, you know we had our little t v shows that was our time to spend together for an hour or so at night and watch t v or talk or do whatever um a lot of a lot of dinners at the table is what we were used to, sitting there and just kind of enjoying each other, maybe having a glass of wine, stuff like that. Uh, a lot of times she would cook and I would do the dishes and kind of the give or take type thing. But once this really started taking off, uh, I found myself having to cook dinner just to, I mean, I have to, I would literally have to make sure she eats now because. I get I mean, she,
1: so busy and then I forget. <laughs> yeah, and get so
0: caught up in it, which is awesome. You know, it's great to see that kind of passion that she has for this and the drive it's given her. But I mean, for God's sakes, the woman needs to eat. So, right. but, you know, I've. I find myself cooking a whole lot more now, probably like 90, maybe not 90% of the time, but like 70 to 75% of the time when I'm here. And that's because she's back in the office. She's on Zoom. She's making phone calls. Uh, you know, She's doing trainings. She's gotten to the point to where she's mentoring other girls in this direct sales field, which is incredible thing to watch, and I'm so proud of her. But also I find myself sitting on the couch reading <laughs> by myself. You know, I'm used to looking up and seeing her next to me and she's not there and, and the dog's in the floor asleep and he's not doing anything. It's like, well, um, this is different, so
1: And it is. I mean I think that's good to note. Like it was so what the time and stuff we had together, even though I had done direct sales before this mm-hmm. company, um it wasn't as much of a time commitment because, and I I don't know, I mean, I was no less passionate about that product. I think it's just, it was a different situation. I mean, the team didn't, it was, I didn't have as big of a team and it didn't grow as quickly. And so I think it was just more of a gradual thing. And then, um, you know, there wasn't as much of a time commitment as I have now.
0: Yeah. And I've liked to consider myself a fairly humble person, but I've, did uh, start to figure out that I had, I think maybe a little bit of an ego kind of tied up just within our relationship. Uh, You know, I was used to having her attention, you know, being able to have that affection and anything like that pretty much anytime I wanted. And now, especially on nights at the end of the month, uh, a lot of times, you know, they're really grinding it out. And I find myself having to entertain myself, and I'm not used to that, so, but it was, uh, it was something that I was able to look at within myself as well, because there was times where I could feel myself, like, getting a little frustrated, like, you know, why is she putting this much time into this? Shouldn't she be putting this time into our relationship? And honestly, at this point, we've been together like three and a half, four years. I mean, our relationship's pretty solid, so I, uh, I had to take a step back and kind of look at it for more of a thousand foot view there and see, you know, like, you know, at this point we are engaged. We're planning a wedding and going through all this stuff. And for one, this is a way to help pay for stuff Mm -hmm. for the wedding. But for two, you know, this isn't, uh, this isn't like a fly by night type relationship. This is what building a life together looks like. And anytime you do any kind of a business or any startup at all. It's going to take sacrifice. And what she needed from me to be supportive was to give her that time and give her that space. And if she had a question, uh, if she needed anything, you know, there's times where I've jumped on lives with her. Uh, I've worn the lashes, looked fabulous, by the way. Um, anything that... I could do you know I made up my mind one night sitting there thinking about that because I realized that it was super selfish of me because she's done nothing but give me the utmost support like when I was selling cars and would be at the lot till nine, ten, eleven o'clock or DJing on the weekends and I'm gone for two days at a time or not getting home till three in the morning or you know having to stay overnight in Richmond before coming back home and missing an entire day together you know she's always been there and been supportive for me and encouraged me and pushed me and been happy for me and all that stuff and this was my way of returning that to her was just essentially doing the same thing you know she would close up another person sign another person up she comes running out of the office dancing around and if you've ever seen Michaela dance it's kind of funny because she looks more like she's running in place and does this kind of like <laughs> odd wobble thing I, don't uh-huh. know. I love you but you don't have any rhythm I maybe.
1: don't I don't <laughs> it's okay I know I don't
0: but that's and, and then you know we celebrate for a minute and that I'm happy for her I tell her I'm proud of her and she goes back to her office and gets back to work and it's at night, and, you know, at this point, I've got to start making dinner, and, you know, I'll (laughs) sit—I may leave it on the table and eat by myself and wait for her to come, or, you know, sometimes I just have to take it to her in her office and set it on her desk and, like, point at it, like, you have to eat.
1: Right, (laughs) because that's happened. I mean, he'll come in there and be like, hey, I made dinner, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, that's good, because I don't know if I would have done it at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. So—
0: but and I say all that to say this, that, you know, success in in business and even in your relationship with your significant other, uh, it, it takes both of you, you know. It's I have to accept a lot of the the intrinsic things that come along with it, the hours, the you know, lack of attention, not being the center of focus all the time as much, as much as she has to take on Essentially the opposite of that being the center of focus, which I mean if you've ever met Michaela, it doesn't bother her to be no, the center of attention it at all. <laughs> but, you know, when you have four hundred people on a team, there's always someone who needs to be talked to, always someone who needs to be coached and being able to give her that space, give her that time, and then when we do get time making the most of it. Um, you know, we we do spend some fun nights together. Like just last night we went out to dinner and We went, and I wouldn't say we had a nice dinner. We went to Applebee's. It was all right. uh, Yeah. But we were, it was, what, 10 o'clock, and we were having a good time and didn't want to go home, so we went to another place and Mm. ran into some old friends and, you know, got to have some drinks and have a good time and, and... it doesn't happen nearly as often as it used to, but when it does, I think we kind of cherish that a little bit more because it was just the two of us out there. And honestly, with her working as hard as she does and me working as hard as I do, you know, two or three years ago, we may not have done that because of financial situations or, you know, I don't know, something else. But, you know, it was nice last night to we ran into some friends and she's like nope, I'm buying people shots and that's <laughs> what she did. So it's uh and a lot of that you can attest to what she's done with these lashes and you know the fact that she can we can afford to go out and have a nice night and not really have to worry about the financial side of things cuz we have a little extra money to kick around.
1: Yeah. And
0: and a lot of that is because we have put the sacrifice in on the on the front side of things and we're starting to enjoy the benefits on the back side of it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to note as well like I've had to catch myself and um which right now I mean I have a, more time because Adam's traveling for work and stuff, but um so he's gone, you know, what four or five days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Um but when he was home all the time and um, working from home, I found myself needing to set time aside for us because I was so focused on, um, I was so focused on being there for my team that I was putting it before our relationship. And so I had to find a balance. And I think it took me some time to get to that point. I mean, because I was so passionate about everything.
0: but and that excitement just kind of, it, it overtakes anybody, really, I think, once you start to see success in something. But especially people like us who are easily excitable.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. Know,
0: I've done the exact same thing. But having patience also with your partner is a big thing because especially, you know, Michaela had seen success before in direct sales. But she hadn't seen success like this Mm-hmm. so it was all new territory this is something brand new to both of us and her learning curve is steeper or just as steep as mine was on how to handle this you know that's a a big thing because she's starting to earn some nice money with it um, it's taken a little bit of time to build it to that so having the patience to get there but once it starts to happen, being able to kind of roll with it, I guess. And, you know, it. she found the balance and it took, I think, a little bit from both of us to help find that because I had to step up and do some more things that, you know, just around the house and stuff like that and some things that probably other guys don't like to do. Um, you know, I really hate folding laundry. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't mind, like, cleaning and stuff. But I think fl- that's like
1: everybody. Yeah. There's I s- very few people, I think, out in the world who like to actually do laundry. <laughs> yeah,
0: I really just, like, want to beat myself in the head with a frying pan. Um, <laughs> but being able to help out and do stuff like that to make the time we do get together and a lot more...
1: Yeah, because Us if I time. Yeah, because I mean, when I get done with all that stuff, if I have to still do laundry and dishes and clean and okay, I say clean. I don't I'm not a cleaner, but pick up, I guess. <laughs> and um if I have to do all of those things still, then that just takes more time away from our relationship. So when Adam helps out, um it is more time that I can actually put into us when yeah. I get done with those things.
0: So. Yeah, and she's in a much better mood. Than she I gets am there. because honestly, I mean, they're you know the girls are out there working. They're making the cold calls. Uh, they're the ones that are actually. Hustling I don't make cold calls. And, but and, well, still, and
1: but Adam, that's the only thing he knows how. For yeah, I, I that's don't, what he's used to. I, so. I don't know how
0: else to describe it. I'm sorry, guys, uh, but you know, they're... reach out
1: messages. Yeah, maybe
0: they're putting the effort in. There you go, and being super productive and growing this business and that was one of the things that I realized I was like I need to I need to match that productivity you know not necessarily from a I guess business standpoint but just from a personal standpoint you know if I still hear her in her office at nine o'clock making videos or on zoom calls or I know she's you know working on content or whatever it is I, look around like all right what can i do do I can i vacuum right now can i are there dishes that need to be done does the trash need to go out does the dog need to be walked you know it's not anything huge right but it's just little extra things to do that go a long way because again it's that shows her my support for what she's doing because while she's working I'm working, you know, we're not doing the same thing, but essentially we're working for the same goal because I mean the end result here is we just want to have a, a happier, nicer life together. You know, mm-hmm. not that we aren't happy, but I think you could always be a little happier. Not that our life isn't nice, but it could always be a little nicer. I mean, right? I'm not driving a Rolls Royce. I'm not saying I want to, <laughs> but it might be kind of cool to be able to one day. Right. You know, Absolutely. I, I like to have the option. We've
1: we've talked about the jet that we're going to buy. Oh, the yeah, private I'm, plane. I'm buying the plane. Yeah. I, know. Mm, I don't know. It's going to
0: be my plane. I'm going to fly it, too. I'm going to get a pilot's license.
1: There you go. I, you pay. can, yeah. I'll
0: definitely yeah, we'll let you be, do that. We'll be doing barrel rolls and stuff no. on the way to Disney World. We're uh-uh. coming over the intercom. Buckle up, kids.
1: <laughs> um. But
0: that is so. When I say being supportive, that's what I mean by being supportive. Like you're not over the shoulder hooting and hollering and u but you're doing things to make her life easier for when she does get done working. Because I mean I I know for me especially, you know, when I have had a really productive day or a hard day, I mean, anything, um, I'm a little bit wound up, not in the sense of like I'm tense and stressed, but I'm just I'm just buzzing, like I'm a very energetic person, if you can't hear it in my voice right here. Like, Again, I move around a lot, I have a hard time sitting still, so for me when I'm doing the type of work that she's doing and I come home you know I I really need to just like decompress and kind of let all that escape and I couldn't imagine having to come home and then having 15 other things to do because she didn't do them or whatever you know so that is I think that's a big part of support here is kind of Stepping up and doing some little extras and showing her you care, I mean you don't necessarily have to say it in a lot of ways, but and maybe i't I've said, take the trash out, but uh or clean the toilet bowl i you know, <laughs> I don't know, sweep right. the floor if if you're like us, you have dog hair everywhere, we need to vacuum twice a day, um, so you anything you know just doing the little things, and that's the that's what's gonna go. And I think, A long way and all
1: that. And I, so, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's so important to say that you can really tell a difference in, like, when I am mentoring my girls, you can tell a difference in the girls who have a supportive hus- husband and the girls who their husband fights them on it, you know, and they can't spend the time that they need to or they feel obligated or they feel guilty for, you know, taking this time away from, you know, work when he's home um, taking his time away from him. You know, I think it's... You can tell, and I think it... I really think it depicts your success. I mean, because at some point, you get tired of fighting your husband or your spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, um, significant other. You get tired of fighting them on time, not having as much time as you did. And so... I think having the supportive husband or spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, having that supportive significant other, I think really helps in your success. I mean, I do. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I'll be blunt right here on this point. If you are out there, um, I guess, kind of like pushing back against your wife or significant other, girlfriend, I mean, just... And all honestly, quit being a dick. <laughs> like, that's seriously, you're not the king of the castle. It's, it's a partnership, it's 50 50. If you're doing that, essentially, you're telling your wife that your needs are more important than hers, and that's complete crap. I mean, that's, I, and it could be just personal preference or differences in ideologies or whatever, but it's supposed to be a partnership. You're supposed to be in this together. You can't hold yourself above or your needs and wants above hers because ultimately you're both striving for the same thing. You're both looking to create a better life, to be able to afford nicer things or go on vacation or whatever it is and just let her do it just whatever it is you have to do to be supportive, just don't push back and argue and be an ass because that's (laughs) essentially, it's only going to make things worse and for any guy out there who's ever been married, you're going to lose the argument anyway, so why even have it in the first place? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, just suck it up, buttercup. Like, it's crunch time, I guess. And I don't, you know, it aggravates the crap out of me when she says that someone's not doing well Because their husband or whoever, you know, they're just not getting the support they need. And it's not that hard. Like, I mean, honestly, all you have to do is do the dishes every now and then or cook dinner for yourself. You know, I mean, you, does somebody pamper you your entire life? You don't know how to make a peanut butter sandwich or order a pizza? (laughs) Like, it's, it's not that difficult, guys you know, microwave meals, whatever you have to do. I realize it may not be the steak and potatoes you're used to. Get yourself a grill. I mean, that's one big thing that I've done uh-huh. since she's gotten really good at this is I've started smoking stuff. Uh, I mean, it takes quite a bit of time. It keeps me busy. And then at the end of it, we have something delicious to eat. And Absolutely. It is awesome. And
1: it's so good. Yeah. but so that's,
0: good. I mean, yeah. So just be nice. Yeah. I mean, is. be yeah. supportive.
1: You got to be supportive. Good I think grief. It, it really it it really makes that all the difference. Yeah, in... I and mean,
0: you're you're a grown man. You don't need someone to hold your hand and sit by your side and do everything for you.
1: Mm-mm. For sure, I agree.
0: It's why they call it a partnership, yo. <laughs> but one of the things I did want to touch on now that I have uh, gotten up on my soapbox, I'll step down off of that. Is <laughs> so this is a business, guys, and uh, for anybody that knows me knows that I just kind of have a mind that works in this world naturally. There is an inherent level of investment that goes into any business. So if you're starting an insurance agency, you're going to have to buy in to be able to use those carriers. If you're, I mean, we've used the car lot, you know, you're going to have to rent a building, you're going to have to get inventory. If you're going to be a consultant, you know, whatever it is you're good at, say you're an accountant or something like that, you're going to have to buy the computer programs you're going to need. you're going to have to have the office space, the equipment, you're going to have to spend money on marketing. With this, there is such a small level of investment to get started. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Around 100 bucks or so to get yourself going.
1: Oh no, now it's nine dollars.: Nine dollars.
0: <laughs> nine dollars to get started in a business. Uh huh. That's that's not even ten bucks. Like, I who's on the ten dollar bill?
1: Huh?
0: I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who's uh-huh. on the ten dollar bill. There's some old white guy on a ten dollar <laughs> bill, and you don't even have to have him. All you needs Lincoln and a few Washingtons. Yeah. So, but even with that nine dollars, I mean.
1: But after that, I mean, yeah.
0: There's you're you're gonna have to get some inventory and things like that, and it might take a little bit of time, but. Good grief, even if you invest two or $300 to start a business and you can see, I mean, you could be in the black, which means you're making a profit within the first month. Like, are you kidding me? You can't I don't, cut something out of your life for a few weeks to let her get started or get yourself into this and really do it right?
1: Yeah, I will say that we have a... It was more expensive in our previous company to kind of get started, and I think that's where... um he gets a lot of this is because, I mean, it was in the beginning of that, I mean, we were still doing the promos. We were still doing the, the deals, you know, we were still doing all these things. Um, you know, triple commissions came out and I would be trying to sell these packs, like these bigger packs. And I was doing, you know, deals on those. And, um, To be able to do that, well, that took investment money, you know, or that took money out of Mm -hmm. our pockets until I got reimbursed in commissions.
0: Yeah, and there was... There was was a couple times where what we paid in one month was more than the commission for that month, but it doubled the commission going into the next month. Right. Because of that volume. So, looking at it from a purely fiscal standpoint and setting yourself up for success down the road also is a, a tremendous... Factor to take into account with that, and you know she's right. I guess I should have clarified that a lot of my experience with this comes from the other businesses that she was in, because there was—I mean, there was months that we were putting more money into the business than she was bringing in. But then it might have been the next month; it may have even been the one after. Uh-huh. She there would just be a crazy huge bonus or something else that she would hit, and then we would recoup all that plus some, you right. know, and it would take whatever she was going to make up by 40, 50, 60%. And Mm -hmm. that's totally worth the investment at that point because, I mean, you get your money back, she makes extra money. And that's, uh, if you ever wanted to lessen an ROI, return on investment, that's exactly how it works. And it's all about having the belief that it's going to happen, being that supportive and having that just supportive energy Mm -hmm. that you can't have any type of negativity around it like oh well, why are we having to pay for this now or why does this cost so much now like don't look at it in the fact that you know why it's like are my we car pay- yeah
1: remember when i mean i so i got i hit that i hit a rank and i got a car bonus and then i was like i want to go get a new car
0: mm-hmm. i
1: was like i want to you know I, that's what that's what i was told to do and honestly and i don't regret that at all i mean i love my vehicle and um but I mean, there was months that I was having to pay for that car because I didn't hit the rank that I needed to and so but it was i and that was the invest- that's another investment you know mm-hmm. we went and got the vehicle, and it was such a i mean I think that was such a visibility thing you yeah know? It's, uh, it, it, it kind gives of, the
0: your status in the business and that you're doing so well yeah you know, that uh, Mm-hmm. they they're going to give you a vehicle
1: right and it was but it was a risk that we were both willing to take um and i think that's important to note as well he trusted me and he trusted my um uh my vision he trusted you know where i saw this going I like
0: that vision
1: yeah i mean and so it was that I mean, he trusted what I wanted to do, he knew that I wouldn't have put myself in a situation that I didn't you know couldn't get myself out of, and um now, granted, I chose something that I could afford um even if I did not get my bonus, I mean, so I wasn't stupid about it. I didn't go get a brand new car I mean but
0: yeah, we weren't whipping in a porsche right, um although that'd be cool
1: but I mean, so I will say that I was smart about it, but I mean, I think that's another thing, like now this company that I'm with now, we don't have car bonuses and stuff, so it's a little bit different. But, um, yeah. But they
0: do have vacation bonuses and guess who's going to Mexico? Faux Free. Both of us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got our, I earned our trip, so. Los
0: Cabos. Los Cabos.
1: Yeah, it's August. gonna be
0: nice. All inclusive.
1: So, another point. Find
0: me on the beach.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, so now this company has, you know, paid for a vacation for us. I mean, yeah. that, which is awesome. This, I mean, I.
0: Cash me in Mexico. How about that?
1: How about that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the bottom line for this entire episode, I think, if you haven't taken it away, it's that I'm really cool. <laughs> I think is basically what we're saying. No. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. There you go. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we've hit on pretty much everything here. Uh, I hope this is helpful, guys. And, yeah. You know, if anybody. Be has
1: supportive. Any, yeah,
0: and if anybody has any questions, um, you know, if your husbands or whoever want to reach out and be like. Hey, how did you deal with this? Because, I mean, I'm saying all this like it was easy. It was a process. There was a lot of adjustment and things that went into it. And I don't know that we ever, like, had any arguments or anything like that about any of it. But there were discussions. And we did have to sit down and really talk about our feelings and how all this is coming into play. And, you know, kind of setting the excitement aside and looking at it from the business aspect and then from the relationship aspect and being able to work together to make this work because this is obviously something she wants to do. She's passionate about it. And you know, I'd love seeing her happy. I'd do whatever it took to make her happy. So the fact that selling lashes and she's good at it makes her happy and hey, more power to you. I'll do whatever I have to do, you know.
1: Absolutely. Um, Which
0: I think everybody saw from the uh, live video where (laughs) she put them on me. Yeah. With the, what color was my lipstick?
1: Rose. It was a bright pink.
0: Yeah. It was, I was beautiful. I was the hottest drag queen at the ball
1: oh, that gosh. night. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um, so, I think... Um, man, I had a really good point. Ah. Really good point. Oh, um, I think it's important com- to have communication. I mean... Oh, yeah. The, you know, like we... To bring that up, because it's... There was a time when Adam had to, you know... I think Adam has kind of put it into perspective a little bit of it's I feel a little bit neglected, you know, I need I don't feel like it's, or I feel like this is taking up a lot of time, you know, different things like that and really having that vulnerability with me for a second um, and puts that in perspective for me. I think that's when I started to really look at I am spending a lot of time with this. It does feel like this has become more important than my relationship and Um, As much as I love this business, I mean, it'll never be more important than our marriage. Yeah,
0: and that's the same with any job, guys. I mean, if something is making you extremely unhappy, whatever it is you're doing, I mean, you could be a teacher or a factory manager working in a restaurant, an accountant, lawyer, doctor, whatever it is. If it's killing your relationship, if it's hurting who you are and your happiness, it's just a job. Guys. It's not worth it. There's so many more. Go if go outside right now. Walk down the street and look at how many now hiring signs there are. Good God. Oh my you goodness. Could, yeah. You could seriously and I mean not to get off topic but if you <laughs> want another job right now is the time to do it. I promise. Everybody in their freaking brother is hiring. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Don't let a job or a direct sales company anything get in the way of you being happy it's not worth it i mean we've only got one life we have a finite amount of days none of us knows how many we have
1: absolutely
0: so you know you woke up today be grateful for that be thankful you know kiss your kids hug your wife do all that kind of stuff but don't go off to do something you hate yeah, it's not worth your happiness
1: it. is mm-hmm. worth more than that.
0: You you don't know how many days you have.
1: Especially, left. and I said this the other day, your happiness is worth more than whatever you put paid to go to school for. Because I I see people all the time talk about how they paid so much money to go to school and get this degree, and then they're like, "Well, I'm going to use it." You know how much money I paid and how much money Adam has paid, and neither one of us are using our degrees. I mean, like. It's crazy. So,
0: my, my degree's in economics with an emphasis on statistical analysis.
1: Yeah, mine's in math and I went to graduate school and didn't do anything with that either. So, I get
0: paid to talk to people pretty much. <laughs>
1: And I'm in real estate and direct sales, so I did have to go to school for real estate for two weeks, but I mean, yeah. that was...
0: she kind of gets paid to talk to people, too. Yeah. But, okay. again...
1: Sorry, now we're getting off topic mm-hmm. again. Um, so, do you want to do a uh, love and learn? Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, who's going cool that? That's right.
1: Course? Is that the, It's that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Love and
0: learn? Okay. It's called whatever we call it. This is our podcast.
1: <laughs> um, so one thing that I loved, I loved that we talked about some of the vulnerabil- vulnerabilities and things that have been hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I learned a lot um, of your perspective because we've never really broken that down um, on how you feel about the business. I know you've always been really supportive, but yeah, I learned a lot about yeah.
0: that. I loved getting to yell at people for being douchebags yeah I don't know if I can say that or not but I did so whatever it's my podcast um no I really do uh I I did love being able to give my perspective and kind of putting it out there uh what we went through and what the process was like to get you to where you are and uh, what it's yeah
1: I didn't do it alone what it kind
0: of did for our relationship and um honestly I guess as far as learning I mean I don't know if I learned it but just kind of thinking back to a lot of the different struggles that I had when this first started and some of my frustrations and things like that um yeah so yeah but you know what I I enjoy reading and watching movies and uh I I have to do it alone now but I do kind of get that time to myself so you know, maybe you like to fish or play video games. Be a supportive husband. Get your wife busy, and you'll have more time to do
1: that. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope this was helpful, and um, Woo! We, uh, we will talk to you all next time. Yep,
0: absolutely. And please, if you haven't done it already, like and subscribe. Go in. Do all that fun stuff. Leave uh,
1: a five-star review, hopefully. Throw them down,
0: all five. Leave six stars if you can find the sixth one. It's like the uh, the, the last Dragon Ball. Um, but yeah, really appreciate it guys. I know this episode went a little long, but we had a lot to say. Yeah. So thank you all so much. Thanks. Peace out guys. Bye.